mean, I had a lot of fun researching about this. Yeah, me too, because it's so cool to live longer, right? Yeah, but not only live longer, but live without diseases and live a healthy life. Like, imagine being 90 years old and still be able to, you know, move around, you know, play with your great-grandchildren and help out. You know, it's just... Uh, that is a really nice feeling for me that mm -hmm. I'm doing what I can right now to ensure that, you know, I can be there for not only my grandchildren, but my great grandchildren and, you know, be like a role model for them and guide them. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good whatever. And welcome to another episode of... Unbreakable. On today's episode, I decided to wear fancy clothes. I'm literally... If you're not watching this podcast right now, I'm, I feel really sorry. I'm wearing sweatpants. No, don't show them. <laughs> Guys, she, I was trying to find I'm embarrassed because he's wearing like a really nice shirt. And then he's wearing just like the worst sweatpants to go with it. But they're like... They're bad. They're, they've seen better days. Like, they, <laughs> they they are ripped in several places. And I was, like, trying to hide it. I was just trying to... And that now he showed you also. Thank you. The question is why? A, because I can. And B, because it's so comfortable, you know? And C, because he is rebelling against... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just so comfortable. You know, the shirt is so comfortable. It is. The shirt. And, like, wearing jeans. Ooh. Especially here when it's so hot, you know? Yeah. Who wears jeans? So, I hope you guys don't mind, but I'm really pretty sure that no one really cares. Mm, I think they might be. I care. Yeah? <laughs> if you're watching this right now, let me know. Are you, do you care or not? I actually think it looks kind of dope. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode, we're going to talk about... The Blue Zones. Mariana will tell you what a Blue Zone is. Oh, wow. Thank <laughs> you. So, this is actually... I didn't know about this until, what, like January of this year when you told me about it. Mm -hmm. uh, blue Zones are places in the world where people live the longest. and uh, Also the healthiest, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not just hitting like 100 years but it's hitting the 100 years with no diseases or no heart disease less, no less yeah. heart disease almost no alzheimer yeah that's uh, really interesting to see um yeah just healthier longer lives and that's such a beautiful thing like we all want to live long healthy beautiful lives yeah and a researcher yeah so researchers obviously wanted to see what it is about those places that makes the people live longer and healthier and just happier uh and i thought that was so interesting when i read it and listened to it because it, they're uh like si similar characteristic lifestyles choices that these people make in order to you know live a long life and these Places are like all across the world. So there's no way that these people would like be able to tell each other, you know, but it's just like innately they do those things that make them live longer and happier. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that? <laughs> so uh, I think the, 
the first guy who did that was called Dan... Dan Buettner. I hope we pronounce it correctly. I know, that's a, that's a hard <laughs> word. Yeah, he was the first to research the Blue Zones. And actually, fun fact, they're called the Blue Zones because him and his team, when they were looking for those places, they would circle the places on the map with a blue circle. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why they call them the Blue Zones. Ah, I thought fact. because they're all close to the ocean. Actually, not all of them. They're not all okay, well, so relatively close. There right. are five blue zones. Yeah, and there was one. Well, in... There's more actually now. No? Yeah, yeah. When he first, she has insights. Do you he, know this, Dan? When he first, hmm? do you know this? Did you meet him? Yeah, Dan, Dan, <laughs> Dan's my homie. No, when they first uh, found, when they first researched this, Dan Buettner and his team found five places across the world: uh, Okinawa in Japan, Sardinia in Italy, Nicoya in Costa Rica, Ikana in, in Greece, and Loma Linda in California. How did you call that in Greece? Ikaria? Ah, yeah, Ikaria. <laughs> Ikaria? <laughs> yeah, I've actually been close to Ikaria. But anyways, keep going. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, the people share common lifestyle characteristics which contribute to their long longevity. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Longevity? Longevity? Longevity. I'm sure. Anyway. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they did Is this an English class or what? <laughs> We're not good at pronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, but basically, uh, before he did this research, it was a common misconception that only genes, like genes that you are born with, uh, like basically predispose what how I long you're going to I think most people live. still think that. Yeah, but actually, it's only 10 to 20% uh, account for your genes. Mm -hmm. The other percent are lifestyle choices, what you do in your life, who, you're, who you surround yourself with, etc., yeah, your choices. Yeah. That's the most important. And in his book, Buettner identified nine lessons that all of those places shared. Um, and I think I'll just go quickly through them and then we can elaborate on them. Number one is moderate, regular physical activity. Number two, life purpose. Number three, stress reduction. Number four, a plant-based diet with whole foods. Number five, moderate, moderate alcohol intake. Number six, engagement in spirituality or religion. Number seven, engagement in family life. And number eight, engagement in social life. So I think most of those are pretty clear on its own, but I think we can just elaborate on some. Like moderate, regular physical activity. These people are not going to the gym. Like they, they don't do like physical exercise as we think of it like going to the gym and working out vigorously for one hour no they uh, like every 20 minutes they would move because their jobs or their just social life requires them to it's usually places that are easily walkable and if they want to go see a friend they'll walk there they um they work their their work requires them to be moving so it's not like physical exercise in the sense of going to the gym and lifting weights it's more of like going walking and moving and not mm -hmm. sitting okay yeah um before we dive in into those uh, different habits or different activities a big disclaimer because just let's say they do they don't really go to the gym mm-hmm it doesn't mean that you don't have like you know what i mean yeah, sometimes when it comes to blue zones it's like you have to do what they are doing they're also oh, no. drinking alcohol 
once in some a while. They drink, yeah. yeah, some of them. We. It doesn't mean that everything they do mm-hmm. is the non plus ultra. Like mm-hmm. you have to do it like they do. The reason why we share this is to inspire you mm-hmm. to help you to change certain mm-hmm. habits, to change certain lifestyle choices. Um, it's just really difficult to, to uh, important to mention that. It's with everything that we say on this podcast. It's listen to us, take what resonates with you and leave the rest, I would say. Um, yeah, the reason I'm sharing this is because you know some people go to the gym and they like give it their all for 45 minutes and then the rest of the day literally they are just sitting which uh maybe if that's you maybe you can make a little tweaks in your life to not not do that maybe instead of you know going by car everywhere you can walk or take the tram or the, the public you know what i mean that's yeah, what I, I mean most people work at uh, like just in an office they don't work like on rice fields or somewhere. So yeah. um, a practical way would be to, that's what I did when I worked as an insurance salesman, I would make my calls on a headset mm-hmm. and actually wa- walk around nice. in my office because I had like really bad back pain when I was like 20, 21 and I was exercising like crazy and I'm like, that can't be my life. Like I'm 20, I'm young and I have back pain like really bad back pain because we're just sitting the whole time in front of a computer or in a car so i make my calls walking around um and just going for walks and during my breaks or um Mm -hmm. going going for a run things of that nature i think the the main thing is physical activity during the day just moving you know we you don't you don't need to like do if you don't like lifting weights, then don't do that. You know, mm. like it's even, I think people underestimate just walking, you know, how beneficial just walking is for you. You know, you can just make little tweaks, you know, instead of taking, taking your car to get coffee in the morning, which is five minutes by car, let's say just walk the 15, 20 minutes back, you know, it's just like little, little things that you can do in your life that I think are very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And if you have a, maybe we have some business owners here. <laughs> invest into a stand desk or like a treadmill desk oh that's what i want so much yeah yeah like a treadmill and then you put a desk on top and you work and you walk while you do it that is that is my goal like a good friend of mine introduced it to me and i was like oh my gosh that is so smart yeah and that's like kind of similar to what i did with my calls Mm -hmm. i walk while while i work you don't really have to think Mm -hmm about walking like you just walk Mm -hmm. so you can do other stuff simultaneously yeah Um, i I used to do when i was still in prague uh i would answer all my messages and emails while on a treadmill on my phone because like instead of sitting i would just be walking at like not a fast pace but i remember doing that and that that helped my digestion so much guys i like that really helped a lot just from my experience awesome Okay, number two, life purpose. This was really high up in his book. It was one of the highest points that those people had a purpose. They woke up in the morning and they, you know, they had a why. Why am I waking up? What am I doing? Who am I helping? You know, why? Mm -hmm. Uh, People in Japan call it Ikigai. There's also a beautiful book about um, that. It's basically about importance of having a purpose in your life and everyone 
should have their own purpose. It could be as simple as being the best mother that yeah. you can possibly be. And that's this... not simple. That's oh yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's a simple goal. Yeah, yeah. I don't say it's easy. It's I true. say it's simple. Uh, it, it's also simple to be the best CrossFitter you can be. It's like true. simple. It's it's not really easy, but who likes easy yeah. anyways? Yeah, just waking up and knowing that you want to care for your children, for your parents who are old, maybe for your anything, you know? Like, why do you wake up? What's what's driving you? Yeah, it's important to find it. And why. and actually in his book, Butner says that, you know, most, most Westerners uh, are not excited about their life. They wake up in the morning tired. They commute for an hour to their job that they hate they spend their whole day sitting down at a job that they don't like at all then they commute one hour back home they make a shitty dinner for their kids they they put them to bed they watch one and a half hours on average of shows of tv only they, one and a half hours after they come from home from work ah uh, okay he's okay that's what he said and then they go to sleep late and then they do that again mm -hmm. there's no like oomph in their life nothing that they would be like wow i'm so excited about this no, nothing like that and actually butner in his book said that um as a project they started you know asking those people those working people what it is that they actually like doing and they started to like match them with places where they could like work their purpose so for example people who love animals they would match them with people who c they could walk their dogs for for example or if you enjoy helping elderly people then they would match these people with like an old people's home and you know so they would start living their passion and uh, like have some parts of their life which they are excited about which i thought was so nice actually mm -hmm. because many people don't you know they just don't like their job and we talked about this in a different podcast but many people are like i don't like my job i hate my life da 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 but never actually stop to think what they would like to do what their purpose is so i thought that was a nice initiative to mm -hmm. like get yeah. get them started beautiful definitely i mean not all westerners again i i already know there will be people i actually like my job i don't know what you're talking about you know if you like and your i job, thought the nice. same when like, yeah, yeah yeah i thought the same When he was um, on on a couple of podcasts, like generalization of like Westerners, you know, hmm. um, he's right. Like most people, I think there is a lot of research. The number that I had in my mind was like a survey where they asked Americans and 75% of the people they asked didn't like their jobs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, th like there is some truth behind that, that many people mm -hmm. don't have a purpose or don't like their jobs. Uh, honestly, I don't know why I'm saying Westerners because it counts for Easterners as well. I know many Chinese people who are in the same situation who have to commute and all and around I, the world. Yeah, it's, it's not like a Westerners, so, Easterners. It's yeah. like so sorry. <laughs> I just said what he said, but yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I remember that that part hit me mm -hmm. right now because I'm like, this is this is not just Westerners. Mm -hmm. Th that's a phenomenon all around the world. Mm -hmm. Some parts more, some parts less. Um, but yeah. yeah, good that we talk about it. That's true. So life purpose is important. If you don't know what your life purpose is, then maybe after you finish listening to this podcast, maybe you can think about it. <laughs> maybe journal on it a little. What is it that I enjoy doing? Why do I wake up? What? What? Who do I like helping? What do I like doing? Yeah, or do the opposite. 
ask yourself what is the least thing that I want to do and do the opposite because sure. usually like sometimes doubtful people like what don't don't like if I think of the worst thing that I could do is probably to work for someone from nine to five and maybe no something something even worse to work in a to work for factory farming like in a, you know yeah. like to kill animals or something like that mm -hmm. so i do the opposite i you help, help them yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a that's a great point so that was life purpose number three stress reduction and i think that's quite obvious you know if you're living in a stressful state then most people would figure that that is not good for your body, for your nervous system, for your adrenal glands, for nothing in your body. Living in stress is not, yeah, good Benef for you at all. <laughs> not really, no. There's nothing beneficial about living in a stress state for a long time. Um, so, yeah, uh, we would say, we already spoke about this in another podcast, but meditations, walks, just slowing down, journaling, anything like that helps with stress. Yeah, it's also a decision that you have to make. The decision of, I want to live life in a beautiful state. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be angry. I want to be peaceful. Yeah. It's like every single morning, waking up. Yeah. What kind of person do I want to be today? Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, a whole foods plant-based diet. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. That was, yeah... So these people are eating vegetables, fruit, whole grains, all sorts of whole grains, legumes, especially beans and lentils. Mm -hmm. um, Wedner even said in his book that eating a handful of beans every day increases your life by four years. That's incredible, I think. Yeah. But so the protein source, always the number one protein source, legumes. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I went to Greece, they eat fava. You know fava? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yummy. Um, mm -hmm. In other places, they have soybeans. Yeah. Um, Tempeh, tofu, lentils, beans. Yeah, 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 just like legumes in general. They, as you said, whole grains mm -hmm. like brown, uh, rice, brown rice, quinoa, things of that millet. nature. Uh, nuts, actually, nuts mm -hmm. and seeds. Nuts and seeds. I, rem I do remember that. Um, do we have something else? Oils, healthy oils, high quality olive oil, they said. Uh, a good water intake. Uh, yeah, absolutely. None of those places, absolutely no cow's milk. That's so interesting. No dairy from cow's milk. Uh, like very little dairy in general. If they were to eat dairy, it was from like goat, goat cheese, but not very much. Very little meat intake, only... Um, maximum five times a month and even actually this is really interesting because even places that lived close to the ocean didn't eat that much fish like people always think like these people <clears throat> eat a lot of fish but they actually don't they eat fish about two times a week maybe a maximum is that what he said that's then? what he said okay because they yeah they were yeah that's what he said mm -hmm. but they weren't eating them that much as much as most people would think. Yeah, that can have many reasons. It's not like always the easiest to go get some fish and it's <laughs> yeah. usually not the cheapest thing to buy. Yeah. Usually at many of these places, whole foods like veggies and fruits are really cheap. Are the cheapest. Um, so they 
probably focus on that. That's like one big reason. That's exactly what he said. He said that these people aren't like, oh, let's let's lose some weight and let's be skinny and let's live long. Like they don't think like that. They just think what is most efficient what's most what's the cheapest what's you know what's there most valuable yeah so they just yeah they, that's that's why they eat how they eat and clearly it's working for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's also like you actually we we already know we should eat more plants we should eat less animal products many people don't know that actually <laughs> well if you ask someone hey What do you think? How do you feel? After? Is it really healthy for you to eat bacon? Or is it maybe healthier to eat fruits and veggies? Yeah. Like you have to be completely ignorant to not know that fruits and veggies are good for you. Like your, even your mama tells you <laughs> when yeah. you grow up, eat your veggies, eat your fruits. Um, yeah. I mean... Eat your veggies, eat your fruits. I'm not your mama, but you should, <laughs> should, should really... Ain't your mama. Ain't <laughs> your mama. Yeah. Every, yeah. I mean, that's why so many people are plant... Like, one of the reasons why so many people go um, plant-based and eat a whole food plant-based diet. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, number five, moderate alcohol intake. Yeah. yeah, that's what I what I meant. Um, It's this is a little controversial because he said in his book that um, some of those places, not all of those places, drink red wine um, because of the because they are high in antioxidants, which is true. Uh, I think polyphenols. So again, English class, <laughs> uh, which is true, but it doesn't mean that you have you have to drink alcohol in order to live a long life yeah yeah that's it. i don't have much else to say to that just because i don't agree with that mm -hmm. uh we don't drink alcohol um but obviously yeah and we that is your choice may <laughs> maybe they would even live longer if they wouldn't you know like, maybe yeah maybe they would even longer if they wouldn't eat five times um per month meat maybe they would even live longer if they you know yeah um And we don't know that because they do do those things. Yeah. I But guess yeah. he can do the research with us in a, in a, a few <laughs> it decades. Just, <laughs> it, it just shows that you can live a long life mm -hmm. while drinking one to two glasses. Uh, I think that's what he mentioned um, of red wine per day. That to me is just so much. I would be so drunk. I would like, be. Like, honestly, <laughs> if I drink one glass of red wine, I'm wasted. Yeah, but I think I, you have, you, I, you get, I don't drink at all. So. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. Like, I haven't been drinking for like years, but I do know if I drink one glass, even if I just drink one beer, I'm like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six, engagement in spirituality and religion. Um, I don't really know. You are the religious person. What else <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I know what he means by like the faith in something bigger than here you know mm -hmm. like i feel like me personally that makes life difficult parts of life a lot easier just knowing that you sort of like someone bigger is watching out for you mm -hmm. that's how i feel with religion and that's how i feel with like praying is that it's just like a comforting feeling that you're never alone 
that's how I feel. Maybe that's what he meant that, you know, never in life you're alone and you're always guided by someone and you can always rely on someone. That maybe that makes them live longer. Uh, also, if you're if they're spiritual uh, and they pray and they have like diseases and they pray for them to get cured and they're very spiritual, you know. Yeah, we don't know. It's, it's no, I mean, we do know. They're like, it's different. Um, what you can, like, what we can learn from that is being spiritual helps. Yeah. <laughs> it helps to practice meditation. It helps to spend time with yourself, reflecting, and just making progress on yourself, not only like we mentioned physical exercise but mental exercise mental fitness mental health is also really really important mm -hmm. when it comes to longevity which is not a big big surprise mm -hmm. for me personally number seven engagement in well, actually sorry number eight <laughs> engagement in family life these people are usually very family oriented i know that um being in a Asia and being, you know, in the eastern part of the world, uh, they're very collectivist cultures. They live in big groups of families. They live together. They share most of their things. They just live as a group. Whereas, you know, back home, I'm or we are used to kind of an individualistic mm. approach that everyone's out for themselves, not really being with your family as much, just doing your own thing. Yeah, and here they are really like a community. I really saw that a lot here in Bali, especially with the current situation, you know. Maybe one family doesn't have enough to eat, so the families around all get like what they can together so that one family can eat. You know, they just help each other a lot. They work as a group, as a community. I, th I think that's Yeah, so I think that's a big, big thing for me personally as well. I lived for a while with like a lot of people around me. I had my own space still. And it was the best time ever. It's just such a beautiful feeling to have like-minded people around you. People you care about. People who care about you. You share the same interests. This self-isolating thing is literally killing us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, right now I also feel it. Like sometimes I would love to be surrounded by more people that I like. Um, I love you. I love spending time with <laughs> know, you. It's just really important to understand that we humans, we are social creatures. And most of us, we don't even talk to our neighbors. Or we know them. We just buy ourselves. We go to the Like, we go to work. That was my life for a long, long time. I went to my office, spent the time in my office, went home. I was on my own. And many, many people have lived this life. And we just have to get out of this. There are beautiful, beautiful examples in um, Scandinavia, actually. I think it's Denmark. Um, I saw it in this documentary. I'm like, this is so amazing. They, they do have their own apartments, but they live together in like a big, big, big house. You can't even imagine. Like there were 10, 15 f families together. And they every evening they eat together. Oh, right. Like all of them. All the kids play together. Mm -hmm. They do their homework together. You only have to do laundry, I think, once per month. You have to cook once per week or once every two weeks. Because you how take many around. Yeah. And that's so you save so much time. Uh -huh. And also the kids are always together playing. So you have more free, you know? Uh -huh. You have more free time. This is so smart. And I hope, and I hope 
um, that actually more people do that. Like imagine living in like a, you have like 10 small villas around each other and like uh -huh. the kids can play with each other. You have a big playground. I love that. And you eat together mm -hmm. every evening. You still can do your own stuff. You can still go to work. But like you always come back to this big, beautiful community of like-minded people. Ugh, I, I think we have to build something like that. I think we will. Maybe on like a something. lonely island. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to join us, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, have, I have the biggest challenge right now is finding the place. Like, we can do it. So if you're in, guys. Yeah, let us know. Let, and let, us know. let me know if you know it. Like a beautiful island where you have beautiful fruits. No pollution. A solution for plastic. Like maybe no plastic. <laughs> like I wouldn't do it here in Bali, I think. Because of the pollution and all the tourism and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you know a better place. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. And the last one is engagement in social life. I think that's pretty similar that's to similar, point yeah. eight. Just having people you can talk to. Yep. And living, sharing your beautiful experiences in life. And also the bad experiences. It helps so much to have someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. That's true. If something to add. I think, I think that's all. I mean, I had a lot of fun researching about this. Yeah, me too, because it's so cool to live longer, right? Yeah, but not only live longer, but live without diseases and live a healthy life. Like, imagine being 90 years old and still be able to, you know, move around, you know, play with your great-grandchildren and help out. You know, it's just, uh, that is a really nice feeling for me that mm -hmm. I'm doing what I can right now to ensure that, you know, I can be there for not only my grandchildren, but my great-grandchildren and, you know be like a role model for them and guide them that's what that's yeah, my <laughs> purpose you know like we were talking about purpose like why am i doing this i'm not i'm not eating a whole foods plant-based diet a healthy diet to be skinny like that's not my goal my purpose is to be the healthiest version i can be so that in decades i can be a good role model for my children grandchildren great-grandchildren you know mm -hmm. okay. and, and and that way so yeah I love that. That's the purpose part. You know, why are you doing this? Always makes the thing easier if you have this driving force behind you of a bigger purpose of why you're doing it. I love that. I love that. Can't see you playing with our great grandchildren. Can't see me? I, I can't wait to see. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't see. Uh, bring me someone else. <laughs> it's going to be Mari and Axel, the grandma and grandpa duo. Yeah. We're going to be so funny because I think we're, we're going to have a vlog when we are like really old. I think it would be the funniest. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Schmunky. Welcome to another beautiful, beautiful, another beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, it's so incredible. I can't wait. Like the... The older generations right now, they I think it's nothing special anymore to become older than 80. Hmm. And let's be honest, many of them don't really eat healthy, don't make the right lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. If I sometimes see like how people eat, like the biggest amount of people. It's really bad. Whoo, I'm like, wow, how do you even survive? How do you wake up? No yeah. wonder you're so tired. Yeah, yeah. Like if I would eat the same thing, I would prob I would also be so tired every morning when I wake up. Yeah, I would also feel so bad. 
like most people have never ever same for me by the way when i was a teenager like my my father or like my family just didn't know better mm -hmm. you know it's not that we do it kind of like on purpose to harm ourselves it's like just we don't have a clue about diet we don't have a clue about healthy lifestyle choices yeah we were just talking about this a few days ago right like like i ate so much sugar and processed food as a kid and so did you and we were just like how did we grow like yeah, how <laughs> did this body like it's a miracle yeah I, and ate, not, yeah I ate sugary cereal for breakfast then i ate like a processed canned lunch then with my grandma i would get mcdonald's for dinner that was my day okay? yeah same i would just eat candy that was like i eat a lot of carbs but just candy 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 and i was like if i look back now i'm like no surprise that i was so emotional and crazy and crying and like depressed if i would like ah just the wrong fuel mm -hmm. you know yeah um, so I'm really excited for everyone who's listening right now who who is maybe not doing the right lifestyle choices and you change them and then you actually see oh my gosh life can be so much better you can do so much better if you fuel your body with the right things mm -hmm. and if you have children then being that role model for them to make those healthy choices because we didn't really have role models that had a healthy diet so doing it yourself and then modeling that to your surroundings is you know that's actually a really interesting point that he made in his book is that your surroundings are as contagious as any like cold or mm -hmm. anything it's like who you he said the five people you surround yourself with have an immense impact on you and he said that if your five friends around you are all overweight the biggest chance is that you're overweight as well just because like what yeah your surroundings so be that role model for your surroundings be that role model for your kids yeah. Yeah. And don't worry too much about like if you make the right lifestyle choices, your surrounding will change as well. If mm -hmm. your if your lifestyle choices change, if your mindset changes, your surrounding will change automatically. Mm -hmm. There is no way that if you are a happy, optimistic person, like you ch actually change from like a depressed uh, or like maybe you're like a drug addict or something and you really change your life you change your mindset you change your health there is no way that you're gonna hang out with the same people mm -hmm. so don't focus too much on like changing the surrounding focus on yourself change yourself and everything else will change beautiful like if you want that your life gets better you have to get better mm -hmm. beautiful awesome thank you so much for listening for watching if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. To leave a review would mean a lot to us. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think of the podcast and what you'd like us to talk about next time. And thank you so much, guys. Until next, next time. time. <laughs> Thanks, guys.